Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you a story. It's a question, it's a statement, it's what can you offer? here for a celebration. You bought your tickets for a celebration. So a celebration is what you're going to get. That's right. Believe it or not, actual brand new content coming your way. My name is John Cross and it is time yet again to ask that age old question. What can you offer? If you're here to experience the dulcet tones of John Cross, you are in luck. Because that is the one and only voice you're going to hear today. We do not have Alex Royal, and nor do we have anyone else. I am flying solo today. You may have glanced down and realized how short this episode is. I promise you I would not bore you with much more than, oh, who, who knows, say a half hour of your time just listening to myself talk into the air, but you know, I've been known to do long promos, so uh, surely I can sit here for half an hour and entertain you, right? Are you not entertained? I really feel bad. I feel bad that we have not put out any new content in the last few weeks. That's primarily because Alex and myself are engaged in uh, a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a conflict. If you follow either of us on social media, I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. If not, head on over to Facebook, look up John Cross, look up the showcase Alex Royal, look up United Wrestling Entertainment, UWE, you'll find all the information that you need to know. That being said, should I just go ahead and plug ski right here at the opening, right here at the beginning, let me just go ahead and toss this out there. I came back to wrestling in May of this year, 2019, after a almost three-year hiatus for a extremely, extremely, extremely special match. And that was with Luke Langley. And as far as I'm concerned, and this is like, you can throw fucking, you know me, okay? So like, wad kayfabe up and throw it in the trash. But Luke Langley is the best. He is the best. He's still the best. And regardless of who I face, where, and when, he will be over on the side doing the things that the best does, and that's being the best. So props to Luke Langley because he's done nothing but absolutely kill it since he killed me. But uh, I guess, I guess you know, that's wrong because I'm not dead. As a matter of fact, I'm very much alive and kicking, and I'm, I'm back at it. Um, it's kind of weird because it's like on, on one hand, it feels like OKX was uh, years ago, but in fact, OKX was like, I don't know, what, two or three months ago? And, uh, I mean, since OKX, I've been all over the place, you know, social media wise with wrestling and such, but, um, I've honestly only had one match. I only had one match since Luke. I had the, uh, the United Wrestling Entertainment Sooner Stampede Royal Rumble style gimmick and I won that match, which means, which is why I started this whole conversation, that on October the 12th in Tahlequah, at the Marcoma Gymnasium, I am facing my co-host of this very podcast, Alex Royal, one-on-one for the United Wrestling Entertainment Championship. And 
That's kind of what I was getting at. I came back to face Luke. It was a super special match to me. Um, I believe it was special for him as well. And October the 12th is going to be absolutely no different. It's incredibly special. It's incredibly important to me. Um, you can go back and listen to the archives of this podcast to find out uh, Alex and, and Mai's relationship. Um, you know, Alex says he learned a lot from me, a bit of a, a bit of a mentor I am to him, just, just kind of based on him being around me. And picking up on some of my habits and whatnot, because because I've definitely never considered myself a teacher or a trainer, and uh, you know he also gives props to all the people who actually taught and actually trained him. But you know it is it is uh, very meaningful to me um, our relationship, and to this day I still you know try to keep him on the right path and and help him, and he bounces ideas off of me and whatnot. But um. We are going to have a match, one-on-one, official, big-time match, big-time main event match for a championship, for a company, a company that I helped start. Um, I'm coming back, you know, I was I was in the main event of Showdown 1, and I'm now going to be in the main event of Showdown 10, which is, which is kind of crazy, but it's also really cool, and it's cool that UWE's still around. Um, it is what is it, what it is, man. It's its own little thing. I have a lot of issues with it at times, um, creative wise and like idea wise, but ultimately, man, the company is here. It's around, you get a lot of freedom there. It's a fun place to work. Um, it has an awesome ring. You don't really have to deal with the, uh, the, the troubles of like the Oklahoma state athletic commission and whatnot. Um, the guy that owns the company, uh, fuel is, is great. He's one of my one of my good friends, and uh, it's overall just a nice place to work. So what I'm getting at, as I bore the fuck out of you, here's what I'm getting at. UWE is home base for me, you know, to for for all intents and purposes, you know. Um, UWE is a place that I I was homegrown, and I am going to face Alex in this company that I'm very comfortable at. And it's going to be a hell of a fucking match. I, uh, that's, that's, as, that's as straightforward as I can be. What I'm trying to do is sell it to you, okay? If, if you're not understanding, if you're not picking up on all this, if I'm being a little too subtle, I'm trying to sell this fucking match to you. I want you, and I want anyone within the sound of my voice, and I want all of your friends, and all of your family members, and anyone who enjoys wrestling and enjoys entertainment, make a trip to Tahlequah on October the 12th, Watch the show. It's going to be a great show. Stay for the main event because that is going to be something that you do not want to miss. John Cross versus Alex Royal. This is it. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be the one and only match that I have with Alex. And depending, listen to me, listen to me. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't like being all K-fizzle on here, I also don't like lying to you. So I'm going to just say this straight up. Depending, and, and some of you will understand what I'm saying, okay? But depending on how this match goes, this may very well be my last match in UWE ever. And it's pretty much virtually a guarantee 
that it is my last match with Alex Royal ever. My one and only match with Alex Royal. We did a little schmoz in WFC back in the day. After I had already quit, we did a, a little gimmick where where I was in a suit and tie and it was like an empty arena and the bell rang and then it was a no contest. We did that. But, I mean, fuck that. You know that doesn't count. Nobody remembers that. There's there's probably not even any footage of that. And it, and I was fat and in a suit. And it, that was just me wanting to say that I had wrestled Alex as a heel with him as a heel. Because that's what he's good at. That's all that was. That was me kind of satisfying him and giving him something. Yes, giving him a little bit of a rub. But also satisfying myself. Because cause that's, I don't know, that's the way that I think. I just... I see great wrestlers and I want to wrestle them. That's kind of me. I don't really. Let me finish the point I was saying because because I'm I can feel myself diverging right now, getting off on a tangent. But um, I want to finish my original point, which was I need you to watch this match. I need you to do that. I came back in May and I wrestled Luke, and then on a podcast shortly thereafter, I said that I had limited dates left in me. I think I was super vague. I mean, I definitely was super vague. So I'm going to be a little more specific right now. Not only do I have limited dates in my calendar to give to wrestling, I have them numbered. Meaning, OKX was the beginning, and there is an end. And as much as people are probably going to want to say, oh, he came back once, you know, he'll come back again... Um, they're going to see me still in shape and they're going to think, well, you know, there's always the chance. And, and I, that's OKX, OKX proved that there is always a chance and you can never say never, which is wrestling, you know, 101 right there. You know, nobody ever truly retires. But here's my thing. I am fixing to embark on a brand new career path and, I, and I'm not fucking kidding. Like, I'm going balls deep in a new career path and... It is going to take so much of my time. It's all uh, wrestling is already distracting me from it, and I just I can't do that. Okay, wrestling has no part in my financial future, none. And as I said on a previous podcast, and, and I want you all to go back and listen. I, I, it was probably the last episode, right? I mean, I, I believe the I think it's the one with the white claws reference. Um, I talk about you know, being financially stable, but also being like happy with where you're at in life, you know, mentally stable, uh, spiritually stable, all that good stuff. And I'm not there. I'm, I'm financially stable. Yes. But I am not happy with what I contribute to society. Wrestling has no part in it though. Wrestling is a selfish hobby that I love. God damn it. And I will always love. I will continue to love and I will never stop loving. And I will support all of these companies and all of these great people that I that I love and the fans and the creative content that some of the people make. I will support it all to the day that I die. I will continue to watch wrestling and love wrestling and discuss wrestling and, and contribute to wrestling in whatever way I can. But it will not include me wrestling. And as a matter of fact, I guess I can throw this out there right now. I have an end date in mind, right? That's what I said. I have an end date in mind. When I say I have an end date in mind, that means no more manager, no more, you know, commissioner, general manager, 
no kind of figure at all. This next time, this end date, that I'm not going to say, obviously, as you can tell by the way that I'm speaking, this final match, and it's not the one with Alex. I, I don't. I don't mean to. I didn't mean to. Even, I'm not even. I'm not trying to fucking bullshit you uh, to a crazy degree. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying October is going to be my last show. It's not. It's definitely not. Absolutely not. I'm, I'm wrestling beyond October of this year. I guarantee you that. But I do have a day in mind that will be the end. And when that day comes, it will be the end. And when I say the end, I mean. I will not be at wrestling shows anymore. Not unless I'm there to watch and and hang out with my friends. But I am not going to appear as anyone's manager. I am not going to appear as a referee. I'm not going to appear as a commentator. I'm not going to appear as anything. The next time I call it quits with professional wrestling, with the Jonathan Cross character, that's it. It's gone. And... I don't want to, I'm not trying to, you know, a lot of people probably don't give a fuck. And that's fine. That's totally fine. But, you know, it means something to some people. And what I'm trying to get at is these dates, these matches that I'm putting together, Alex Royal on October the 12th, Barrett Brown on October the 19th, seven days later. And there's there's more. There's more to come. They are all very special. A match with Alex Royal, super special. A match with Barrett Brown, super special. Every match that I do from this moment on, there are no more filler matches. I'm in an outstanding position to where I can more or less pick and choose the opponents that I want to face. I can go down my, my Cody Rhodes list and I can just say, hey, I want to wrestle this guy and this is how I want to start it. And, and promoters listen to me, and that's great. Um, that's all I want to do. I'm not having random matches in between these dream matches. It's just not happening. I'm not having, you know, I've turned down so many like, oh, let's do a tag match to set up this match, and let's do this and to set up the match with Barrett, and let's do this in between now and your match with Alex. I'm not doing any of those. I've said no to the promoters. I'm not doing them. I'm sorry, but I am here only for special matches. That's it. That's it. Selfish. Selfish. I'm only here to create my art that is for my entertainment. And I hope that everyone else is entertained along the way. That's my goal. But again, what I'm trying to get at with all this, all this fucking dribble as I keep going and going and going, trying to fill time so I can provide an episode. Everything that I do from Oklahoma exclusive forward to the end, which I am not making public. As a matter of fact, I believe only one person knows for sure what that date is. Um, and uh, anyway, I don't want to give anything else away because it's special. Let me tell you right now, I, this is, I probably shouldn't even do this. I probably should not even do this, but fuck it, man. You're so bored right now, right? You're, you're 15 minutes in and you're listening to... to to John Cross in his fucking kitchen talk about talk by himself with no one. So I got to give you something, right? So I'm going to give you the 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 shortest sea hair of a tease, right? Here it is. Here you go. My last match. The very last match 
that I plan to have in my fucking life is with someone fucking shocking and unexpected. That's all I'm giving to you. That's it. Suck on that. That's all I'm going to give you. But my last match is crazy special to me. Just like this match with Alex is. Just like this match with Barrett is. And just like the the other matches that are going to be in between those and my final match are going to be. Super special pieces of my soul that I want, to prov- I want to put out there to the world so I can look at, so I can enjoy, and so hopefully the fans can enjoy. Hopefully it brings attention to the companies. It's super special to me, and I cannot wait for you to see what is going to happen leading into my final match, which is a, which is a little, you know, it's, it's a way. It's, it's a ways away. Um, so, anyway... I need you all to come out October 12th to see John Cross versus Alex Royal because that is going to be a match where we have pretty much 100% creative freedom. We can do just about anything, and I think we are. So it is special. Please come. Please bring your friends. Um, I don't mean to, to dog any of the other stuff. I mean, I only have one other match announced at this point, but I don't mean to dog Barrett Brown who is goddamn Barrett Brown. You know, I guess the biggest issue between me and Barrett Brown is I hope October 9th gets October 19th gets here and he's not signed to a major company, you know, cause then the match will get pulled. That's the threat with Barrett Brown. That's how fucking good Barrett is. Barrett is a money-making uh, world traveled world champion. That's what Barrett Brown is a legit true world champion owner of a world championship belt. Um, Barrett is special, and I just want to have this match with him so I can just say I was part of that journey. I was part of the Barrett Brown journey. I was part of the rise of Barrett Brown. Uh, That's special to me to just be a part of that. So I want you to come out to see that one as well. Um, That's for WFC. That That is on October the 19th, and that is their big anniversary show. And I think that's in Cleveland, Oklahoma, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I may have just completely blew that spot, but if I did, oh well. Burnham will correct me in the comments, so please take a look. So, I've teased you. I've told you how special all these last few matches are to me. Can I? Let's talk about... I want to talk about my philosophy since coming back. Um, it started in the build to Luke Langley versus John Cross. My philosophy this run, and it's, man, I just had a great conversation with uh, my tattoo artist. So shout out to Matt at Geek Inc. in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. If you want a fucking phenomenal tattoo, you look up Matt. Um, he's on Facebook at uh, Tattoos by Matt Hennegar. Hennegar, I believe is his name. You can also go to my page and find him. I share his stuff. Um, we're mutual friends as well. Or uh, that, that might actually be on Instagram at Tattoos by... No, it's on Facebook because I messenger him. But uh, also on Instagram, Tattoos by Matt Hennegar, Geek Inc. Um, he is the man. And if I have it my way, 
I will be covered in tattoos in a few years. I have a bunch more ideas that I really like. And uh, if I have my way, he will do every one of them. Because he is a cool motherfucker. He is a talented motherfucker. And we are like-minded. We have a lot of mutual interests. And uh, I just like talking to the guy. I mean, fuck. I've sat in a chair with him for just about 12 hours. You know, not all at once. We We took breaks and it was over two sessions. But, I mean, you sit there for for five solid hours with a guy and you talk about shit, you know, or you, or you just sit there in awkward silence. Well, we talked about shit. Movies, music, comic books, Transformers, toys, carnage, and everything in between, my friend, H.P. Lovecraft. This guy's awesome. Check out Matt. Shout out to Matt. But we had a great conversation. And the, uh, the subject or the topic of the conversation was the phrase, why not? Why not? I mean, why the fuck not? And uh, to give you a little more context with that, like my whole philosophy, like I was saying, since I came back at Oklahoma Exclusive has been why not? Why not give them more? You know, there's a very formulaic approach to professional wrestling. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's done that way for a reason. And what I mean by that is you always leave them wanting more. So you get to a certain spot in, in a match or in an angle, in a promo, in a beatdown, in a pull-apart. You get to certain spots and you stop. And my philosophy this whole run has been, why not give them more? Why not give them more now? And when someone tells me, no, 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 you should end it here and save the rest for next time, why not just say, no, I'm going to give them more. And then the next time, I'm going to give them something different and even more. That's, that's my philosophy. Now, look, again, I'm not out there every week. I'm back to my great habits of, of I'm not even wrestling. I'm, I'm, I'm at shows twice a month. You know, that's basically what I'm doing. And I'm not even wrestling. You know, I've had, like I said, I've had two matches since my little comeback. And one of them was a battle royal. And uh, I want to give everyone more. I want more content. I'm trying to get, now look, and you can also say, well, John, if you're trying to get more of yourself out there, then why don't you take more bookings? Why don't you wrestle with more people? Why don't you have more matches, even if they are the kind of insignificant matches like you are saying? And by the way, I'm not trying to dog people who just wrestle and wrestle and wrestle. That's how you get good. That's uh, OKX proved to me that, if anything, I should be taking more matches. I, I need some tune-up matches, especially if I'm going against someone like Barrett. I, I should be taking matches to tune myself up, but I, I'm just I'm not willing to do it, and that's me. And that's on me, and that's my fault. And that's why you're not going to get probably the greatest version of me. Even though this is the greatest version of me, there probably is a greater version that I am neglecting to bring out because of that. But I digress. I'm not willing to do any more matches. Um, I, uh, I want to give people more. Instead of... Instead of... You know... Well, let's, let's, take, let's take me and Barrett's first interaction. WFC, 
Barrett had just defeated uh, Johnny Cove. Is that his name? My music hits. Here, he calls me out. My music hits. I sneak in from behind. Playing mind games, which I had just done months with with Luke. Wearing a mask. And he immediately super kicks me. Shocking, right? By the way, I'm I'm fucking... I'm giving away the, the magical secrets here, so if you if you want to put your kayfabe earmuffs on, you might want to stop the podcast, but anyway. That's probably what you're here for, though. So, he super kicks me as I come in. It's shocking. You can look at that tape and look at the faces of people in the crowd. They sure as fuck did not expect that to happen. You see somebody sneaking up from behind, you see a wrestler looking the other direction, you sure as hell don't expect them to get the drop on the guy that's sneaking in the ring. So he gets the drop on me. He pulls the mat. And then, you know, the next thought that goes through people's heads is, well, this might not be John. He did the gimmick with Luke, where he had a double in his mask, and then he snuck up from the other side. Well, it was me. He pulls the mask off, reveals it's me. There's another layer to that shock right there. He says something quick, says a little promo in my face about how disappointed he is that this is all I have. He leaves the ring, and then I say a smart remark on the mic that he dropped conveniently beside me. And it kind of incenses him. And he sees the wounded animal laying there. He gets back in the ring. I surprise him with a little burst of speed. I knock him off the apron. I hit a huge dive. I toss him in the ring. You see, typically, in that instance, you would either end it, first of all, where he dropped me with the super kick. You could end it there. You could end it where he gets back on the apron and I kick him off. You could end it there. I immediately hit a huge dive. You could have easily ended it there. That could have been the end. We could have saved more for next time. We could have saved that next spot for next time. But instead, I toss him in the ring. I go for a finisher. I go for a brain buster. He reverses it. What the fuck? What are we doing? Why are we doing so much? He reverses it. I reverse again. He goes up top. He hits a double stomp on me. What the fuck? What are we doing? We're, we're basically running spots now. Why? Why? I say, why not? Why not? He hooks me for a brain buster. As soon as my arm goes behind his head, he takes a brain buster. I lift him. I drop him. That's the end. That's the last spot. The match is announced officially. Why not? Why not give him more? Save the Brain Buster for the next show? Fuck that. I'll do something else at the next show. I'll do something bigger. I'll do something better. I'll do more. And then I'll give them more on top of more. And I'll give them more all the way to the match where I'll give them fucking everything. Everything! I made a post on Facebook. This reminds me. Again, I'm just filling time as I talk to myself. But I made a post on Facebook. I couldn't help it. Sometimes I can't help myself. But I heard through the grapevine that someone said, well... John's definitely not going to go all out with Alex because he has Barrett the very next weekend, seven days later. Fuck that. Fuck that person. Fuck that mentality. Fuck that mindset. I give them more. I give them everything. I don't half-ass anything. I mean, I guess I could sit here and spout phrases at you, right? The only easy day was yesterday, right? 
I don't know. It just it aggravates me because there are people, and they may not have meant anything by that. I don't have any ill will towards the person that said that, but that whole mentality, that whole mindset of easing off the gas to save some for next time, fuck it. Let's just go. Let's burn out. Why not? I have an end in mind, right? I have a finale in mind, and I want to put myself out there. I don't want to kill myself. Fuck. That's not what I'm going at. That's not what I'm saying. So please don't take it that way. And I know you will. Some of you will. And some of you will say, I'm just a stupid young guy who's just going to burn himself out. That's not true. Because I never hated wrestling. Even when I finished it, even on top of that cage looking down, knowing that I was about to quit, though I hadn't told anyone that that was going to be my last match with Tim Rockwell in 2016. Like, I never hated wrestling. Not once. Not once. I hated myself. I hated the way I looked, the way I felt. However, with wrestling, I felt nothing but gratitude, gratefulness. I felt fulfilled, ready to call it quits because I could, because I was at the end. Anyway, one of the saddest things about having an end date in mind and looking at the calendar and seeing everything that I have planned and the opponents that I have laid out. One of the worst parts is I know there are so many guys that I'm not going to get to face. I want to. I want to badly. Um, I have my Cody Rhodes list. I'm not going to make it public. Uh, not not with like a picture or anything. I, I might mention a few names here as I get ready to wrap this up. But You know, there are guys out there like Alex, like Barrett, obviously, that I want to wrestle no matter what. But there are also guys out there. You know, I always, I thought about having one last one with Nasty, but, you know, that ship's kind of sailed. Nasty's a different person now. So am I. And uh, we've done our great chapters, and they're out there, and you should go back and watch them because they're super special to me. You know, there's a part of me that wants to wrestle Anarchy again. You can listen to the archives, and I'll tell you how special Anarchy was to me in my early days as a wrestler, but I guess I could sit here and spout off old names all day long, but uh, you might want to hear some new ones. Um, Steven Cruz. I'd like to wrestle Steven Cruz. I think he has a lot to learn, and I think he knows that. I think he has a lot of character to discover, and I think he knows that. And he does remind me of myself in that it just hasn't fully clicked yet. Like, for me, for instance, you know, I was I was kind of born in UWE, but then again, I was born again in WFC, and I really found myself there in WFC. And I hope it works out for him. He's a, he's a, he's a guy that, you know, invests into himself as far as money and uh, gear. Looks great. Works out. Um, he's one for sure. Colt Kilbane. Colt Kilbane's a guy that I was disappointed became a wrestler because I thought he was too good of a fan. I liked him way too much in the crowd. He was so entertaining. Uh, such a little shit in the crowd, but man, you like that. And when he was going to start wrestling, I thought, well, fuck. Here we go again. They're pulling the best fans out of the audience and putting them in the ring. So now we lose a good fan and gain what? A mediocre wrestler? 
Well, that's not really the case with him. I think Colt is starting to really come into his own. This uh, this murder man gimmick, I, I love it. I one eight hundred die fast. Are you fucking kidding me? That's the coolest shit ever. I I, I have to admit. I wish I would have thought of it first. So he's definitely one. There are others out there. I mean, Fuego. Fuego del Sol. Outstanding. Absolutely amazing. Probably too good to be in the ring with someone like me. I mean, that that kind of goes back to Barrett. Just Luke as well. Just too fucking good to deserve to be around me. But be that as it may, I'd love to try him. Uh, Damon Windsor, believe it or not. I'd actually really enjoy a match with Damon Windsor. We we go back and forth online at times, and we both have our local celebrity fame. But uh, I think we could do something special. I think. Anyway, I'm not going to sit here and go down the entire list. It's just not going to happen. But uh, it's there. I do have one. The main point I was trying to get across with this little solo podcast, besides for just hopefully giving you a little bit of content, something to listen to, something to chime into, grasp upon, is that I certainly am climbing climbing down from a ladder. And when I get to that bottom rung and I put my feet on the ground, that's it. No more wrestling. Because I absolutely have something else to do. I have a higher calling. And and that calling is fitness. I'm not keeping that hidden from anyone. Uh, Fitness is my passion. I mean, I've loved working out for years. And if I can turn that into a career, I can't think of anything better. And and it's, it's hard to express how important quality of life is to me and if you made it this far I'm only going to take up a little bit more of your time but quality of life being able to exist comfortably there's nothing more important right being able to walk around not in pain not suffering constantly not not struggling to bend over and tie your shoes Buying something else at the grocery store because you don't want to reach down to the bottom shelf. Not being able to pick your kids up over their head, your head. I mean, there's nothing more important to me. And I'm not just talking about strength. But actual quality of life. Being able to breathe properly. Being able to move properly and have fun with your friends and family and children. That's not a young person thing. I hope you understand that. That's not a young person thing. Everyone deserves that. So if I can go out there in the world and I can help people (laughs) defeat diabetes, you know, change their life, change their health, change the way they eat, change the way they, they, they work out or help them work out at all, change the way they dress, Help them into some clothes that make them feel more happy with their appearance. That's so important to me. I want people, believe it or not, as much of an asshole as I may come across sometimes to some people, 
I want everyone to be happy. I really do. That is my passion. I want happiness for everyone through health. That's my thing. I believe that fitness is a cure for depression. And I also believe that it's a cure for the aches and pains of the body. I mean, we can make it go away, right? We can make it go away. That shoulder pain, that pain that you hate, that doesn't allow you to sleep on one side, that doesn't allow you to reach to the top shelf, that that doesn't allow you to, to brush your fucking hair behind your ear, that pain, we can make it go away. The pain in your knee, it doesn't allow you to bend over or, or kneel down and grab something off the bottom shelf at the grocery store or change a flat tire or help your, your grandkid tie their shoe. It doesn't have to be like that. We can make it go away. So... I want you to go go on Instagram if you don't mind. Um, I'm at John Crosshound. That's where all the fun stuff is. That's where you'll see plenty of fitness there. You'll see plenty of wrestling there. And just the general nonsense that I'm into. But if you would, if you could, if you don't mind, go on Instagram and give my fitness profile a follow. It's at foreverfitnight. All one word. Forever Fit Night. Like midnight, but fit night. Forever Fit Night, all one word. There's not very many followers, and that's great. That's fine. I want people who truly want to see something. They want to help. They want help. You can reach out to me on there. You can ask me questions. You can hire me as a personal trainer. Please. Talk to me. It's great. I hope you've enjoyed this. This uh, me sitting here, monologuing, staring at the refrigerator, thinking about making a cup of coffee, which is pretty much what I do all the time anyway, thinking about working out. I appreciate you listening. I promise we'll have a more traditional episode of what can you offer in the near future. We have a few things lined up that we are going to try and make happen. Anyway, once again, I appreciate you listening. I can't wait to hear Alex, uh, I don't know, put a spin on this somehow to where it makes me look pathetic. That's fine. I am pathetic. But uh, you know what else I am? I'm John Cross, bitch.